Welcome back to the Bosque County Blast. I'm Cynthia Davis. And I'm Ardeva Tallis. On today's Blast, we'll highlight the countywide garage sale, recent news from the Bosque Arts Center, and hear from both candidates for sheriff for the runoff election day to be held tomorrow. You're listening to the Bosque County Blast. For our first story today, we head to Clifton and an institution of culture there. We talked to Deb Finney about recent news with the Bosque Arts Center. She had a special event to tell us about. Well, EBAC is a huge success. We had part one in May, and now we have EBAC part two. It's just an extension, although we have many new items on the auction block. There are a few things that remain the same. We have some new trips that have been included. We do have group events that are still available. One of them is Juju Susu's Market of 25 Fine Items, and it's a party hosted by Susan Frazier and Janet Jackson. We have the microbrewery and brats for 40 guests, and that's hosted by Janet and Roland Jackson. There's a couple others, Bourbon and Cigars, Wedding Oak Winery, and they have limits on participation there, and we're getting down to where we don't have that many spaces left. So those will be some that will go fast. So the EBAC continues with new items, trips, and more. In fact, EBAC Part 2 has 50 items in it. As I mentioned previously, we have a couple of trips included. One of them is the San Diego Zoo and Safari Park Adventure, a Tennessee Whiskey Adventure, which I know I have several friends that would be interested in. Then there's a real cool trip to go salmon fishing up in Vancouver, which sounds pretty cool. Finney described some here. I think there's two paintings, if I'm not mistaken. We have two strands of pearls. One of them's just a single strand of pearl that's really long, so that can be looped a couple of times. And then we have a multi-strand pearl necklace, which has about, I think I counted nine different strands in the necklace, and it's made up of different pearls and beads, and and it's real nice, and we've had some activity on that already. Like, I've bid on items before, and I do it on my phone app. If you have a smartphone, you can download the Octria mobile app. Go ahead and follow the directions, and it's real easy Uh, easy to sign up, and so you can watch the auction on your phone app and jump in and bid if you see something's getting away from you that you don't want to get away. She also talked about how things look for future events at the BAC, noting many are tentative. Everything right now is very fluid at the Art Center. Everything has been canceled through July. We have no definite information yet on August, nor September, nor October. We're just kind of waiting to see what's going to happen with the Troubadour. If we don't have the live concert, then we'll reschedule the concert, but we may go ahead and uh, do some things online in conjunction with that. But everything is all very tentative. No decisions have been made. 
where there's a lot of talking going on, but we just don't know what the state of affairs are going to be. Dragonfly Therapy Services and Institute now offers teletherapy as Dr. Julie Merriman is passionately making a difference. Merriman holds years of expertise, clinical practice, and ongoing instructions to students, keeping the edge to solve problems in the process. For the Empowered Energy Journal, visit juliemerrimanphd.com. That's Julie, M-E-R-R-I-M-A-N, phd.com. She hones in on emotional blocks with a dual focus on spiritual and practical psychology. Merriman also has expertise with yoga, utilizing exercise to achieve peak mental health while providing a caring and comfortable environment. She's a Charlton State and Texas Tech grad, married to a local state trooper. She has her own YouTube channel called Julie Merriman, PhD. Dragonfly provides socially distanced in-person sessions, online and group therapy services in these trying times. For more information, visit at dragonfly.therapy.services on Facebook. Don't forget to leave a like before you go. Now for a county story. The sheriff's runoff election will be held Tuesday, July 14th. Here's what Elections Administrator Crystal Denman had to say about the election this year. We have had so far 974 people turn out in person, and we have had over 300 people return ballot by mail. The last runoff election was two years ago, and there was a Democrat runoff from the primaries. The election we had two years ago, we had a very low turnout. I think I looked, it was just a couple of hundred people that turned out for it. Usually our numbers double or so for Election Day. There's a lot of people who don't want to vote except for on Election Day. They wait for Election Day to come out and vote. I think it's just their traditions and what, they, what they're what they used to doing. Just a reminder that we do have a few locations that are going to be closed this election. Iredell is your normal polling location. You'll go to Walnut Springs. If Cranesville Gap is your normal voting location, you will go to Clifton Civic Center. And if Coyote is your normal voting location, you will go to Valley Mills. There's a lot of people who are very interested in it. Now, let's hear from Trace Hendricks and why he feels he's the most qualified candidate. Well, they should vote for me for sheriff because I'm dedicated to serving my citizens. I listen to the concerns of the public and I work to resolve them. I'm accessible. I'm approachable. I believe in being proactive rather than reactive, and I set standards for myself professionally, and I hold my staff to those same standards. I've spoken with many of the citizens around the county. I know what their concerns are. I intend to concentrate on the narcotics issue. School resource officers, of course, is a big thing. I believe we need to get that ball rolling sooner than later. And uh, I'm just looking forward to to potentially getting in office and, and trying to make a difference. And the same from Clint Pullen. Well, I'm honest, open-minded, dependable, experienced, morally capable. I am also stable, both professionally and personally. I have been overseeing the operations of the Sheriff's Office for the past seven to eight years. 
I do believe that I am the most qualified with a proven record of operating in the sheriff's office during that period of time. I've been in law enforcement for 28 years. 11 of that, going on 12 years of that, has been at the sheriff's office. I have a master peace officer's license, a master jailer's license, a mental health peace officer's license. I just wish that everybody would get out, vote, do your civic duties, and not have an open-door policy to meet and speak to anybody. Hendricks has worked with local governments and the Bosque County Sheriff's Office for years in his role as Clifton Police Chief. I've enjoyed my work with the city government here. I've been truly blessed with great council members through the years. You know, they've all definitely had the city's best interests at heart. So as the chief of an agency in a city, council depends on the chief to, to bring the information and the facts forward for them to consider. I would do the research and I'd advise the council on law enforcement topics and ordinances. You know, ultimately it's the council's vote and decision but they rely heavily on the police chief and the officers for uh, consideration in those those matters. And I would be answering to and communicating with and working with the commissioner's court and the county judge. So I would serve as an advisor and definitely provide them with the same information on request, try to help get things pushed through that needs to be done. Clint Pullen was recently run over by an irate bull that escaped last December, but didn't let that stop him from continuing to work. He ended up crushing my shoulder, detaching everything, our muscles, tendons, everything was detached from my shoulder. I had a fractured sternum and six broken ribs, punctured lung, and a broken T4 vertebrae in my back. I do have a little bit of nerve damage as well, just in my left arm, but thank goodness I'm right-handed. Well, even having three surgeries, you know, this happened in, like, December 15th of 2019. I was back to work in January. Came back. Sometimes I stayed half a day. Sometimes I stayed a full day. It just depends on the pain. Since last year, I've been doing the job of two or three people. And I'm not a quitter. You know, you can run me over, but I, I bounce. I try to bounce back, and I keep on going. We asked both to define the characteristics that make them good candidates as well. I believe that I have good work ethic. I like to see results from our work. I don't mind putting in the work to get those results. I'm approachable and personable. I do not think of myself or my position as being above anyone else. I'm a public servant directing other public servants, protecting our citizens. It's community, and it's helping our community to stay safe, keep it a safe place for people to work, raise their families. It's an open-door policy for everybody. Very easy, easy going and easy to talk to. I'm a worker who's, who's used to working 24-7. I'll be a full-time sheriff just as I have been a full-time chief deputy. Been a jailer, a deputy, investigator, a patrol supervisor, lieutenant, a captain, and a chief deputy. So here's a breakdown of their certifications. To start, let's hear Trace Hendricks's. He's held a Master Peace Officer's license for 30 years. He's also had a Master Jailer's license for 31 years. He's worked in law enforcement communications. He's also worked in the corrections and jail side of it, patrol and even supervision of patrol. He's worked investigations, the supervision of other officers' investigations, narcotics investigations, and supervision of those, special crimes investigations, internal affairs, and served as a departmental sergeant. He's been employed by the city of Clifton since 2011 and became the Clifton chief of police in January 2014. 
Pullen currently holds a master peace officer's license, a master jailer's license, a special investigator's license, a mental health peace officer's license, and a T. Cole instructor's license, all in the state of Texas. Pullen is president of the Walnut Springs School Board, a member of the Law Enforcement Training Advisory Committee at the Heart of Texas Council of Governments, and the Emergency Preparedness Action Committee at HOTCOG as well. He had this to add in on certifications. In a Law Enforcement Executive Development Award from the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Last, we asked how family, faith, and community mattered to both candidates. Community is everything to me. And like I said, my role is to keep the citizens safe while they're working, trying to build or run a business and raise their families in a safe environment. I will definitely provide the same services to every citizen in every community in the county. And I look forward to the opportunity to do just that. I would definitely pray as well. I think every decision, especially if it affects other people's lives and livelihoods, need to be prayed over. I'm a Christian. I've raised my children to be believers and lead them to a Christian lifestyle as well. With the sheriff's election being the only thing on the ballot, a low turnout is most definitely expected. So every single vote is going to count. I just urge everybody to get out and vote for the candidate of their choice. Family means everything to me. Family means support. Family means love. Family means caring. Without my family, I would have nothing. I would have nothing. You know, my family supports me in in every endeavor that I have, that I want to do. Family uh, starts with uh, with my wife and goes to my children. I love my wife very much, and my children are everything to me. I want to make sure that, that everybody's safe, and I look at citizens and want to treat citizens as though they're my family, they're my extended family. Make sure that they're safe in their homes, just like I want my family to be safe. Family is very important. God, family, country, work, family is, is everything to me. I'm just happy that I have the support of my entire family running for Sheriff of Boston County. It's something that I've always wanted to do since I was 19 years old. I couldn't do without them. I do believe I'm a Methodist. I do believe in going to church. I believe in fellowship, and I do believe that he oversees everything. But there's always ultimately a plan that he's had for each and every one of us. I want to thank God for giving me the strength, my family for, for helping me as well, and giving me the strength to to guide me through this, and I thank God for looking over me in that incident with the bull as well. Thank God for that, because it wasn't my turn yet. And with that, we really only have one last thing to say. Get out and vote Tuesday, July 14th. The Bosque County Office of Emergency Management successfully distributed masks Thursday and Friday last week. Emergency Management Coordinator Chris Anderson and Volunteer Coordinating Officer Jill Boyd seek more that are willing to help with distribution. To volunteer, contact Bosky EMC on Facebook. Here's what Boyd had to say at the Meridian distribution last week. They are bringing their neighbors. They're getting their neighbors' driver's license if they're, el- you know, if they're elderly or confined to home. They're going over there, getting their water bill, their electric bill, or whatever, and coming and picking them up. So it's really this community is really coming together mm-hmm. and helping one another out. Nice. So friendly and kind to the CERT team. So we really want to show our appreciation for all the citizens of Bosque County for being so kind and appreciative of us. Here are the distributions and their locations planned for this week. The next distribution point will be Monday, July 13th at Valley Mills Elementary. 
The event is scheduled from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. or until supplies are exhausted. The Community Emergency Response Team will travel to the Walnut Springs High School Tuesday, July 14th. This is expected to last between 9 a.m. and 1 p.m. or until masks run out. The following Wednesday, July 15th, team members will head to Morgan High School for the same window. The distribution for Laguna Park at the Civic Center will be held Monday, July 20th. CERT will distribute Wednesday, July 22nd at the Fire Hall on Main in Copperall. Residents of the Brazos Point area must attend the Copperall location to get masks. Remember, bring a valid ID and you can bring a water bill or ID card to get masks for your neighbors if they work. Volunteers are sought in Copperall and Laguna Park. I'm Art DeVitalis with a message from Chief Deputy Clint Pullen's campaign for Bosque County Sheriff. He's received endorsements from mayors across Bosque County, totaling five in all. Here's another one from local business owner Mike Gutterson. Bosque County is kind of a family deal where we all look out for families and we're all together. Families, God, life. We've got a guy running for sheriff from Bosque County with a family here. Clint Pullen. Clint's the guy. He's a local guy that's going to take care of us. For more on Poland's platform, visit our website for his campaign page, as well as a podcast specially dedicated to answering the questions that matter. This is a paid political advertisement on behalf of the campaign of Clint Pullen for Bosque County Sheriff. Moving to the local arrest report. Bosque County authorities detained a Clifton man Friday, July 3rd. He was charged with assault against a family household member with previous convictions enhanced. The Bosque County Sheriff's Office arrested a woman Friday, July 3rd. Kelsey Lamb was charged with possession of a controlled substance, penalty group one, under one gram. Bosque County law enforcement agents placed a corporal man into custody Friday, July 3rd. He was charged with assault, Class C, family violence. The Bosque County Sheriff's Office arrested a Meridian man Friday, July 3rd. Richard Mybauer was charged with evading arrest detention with a vehicle used as a deadly weapon. Bond was set at $20,000. Bosque County authorities detained a Meridian man Sunday, July 5th. He was charged with public intoxication. A corporal man was arrested by Bosque County law enforcement agents Monday, July 6th. He was charged with assault family violence. Bosque County authorities detained a Clifton woman Thursday, July 9th. She was charged with driving while license invalid with previous convictions, suspensions, or fines. I'm Art DeVitalis with a message from Clifton Police Chief Trace Hendricks and his campaign for Bosque County Sheriff. I've, I've worked with, with Trace. He's such a good guy and he does such a good job for Clifton. It'd be tough to lose him for Clifton, but he would certainly be an asset and wonderful for Bosque County. And I'm for him 100%. That's Joanne Gloff, a community member and pillar of several institutions in Clifton. Hendricks has received support from Sue Fielden of the Daughters of the American Revolution, as well as many others online and in person. This is a political advertisement paid for by the campaign of Trace Hendricks for Bosque County Sheriff. Authorities from the Blanco County Sheriff's Office arrested a Morgan man Tuesday, July 7th. Richard Hamilton was charged with evading arrest detention, evading resisting arrest, transportation of protective custody, and assault against an elderly or disabled individual. The Bosque County Sheriff's Office detained a Dublin man Tuesday, July 7th. Joseph Hernandez was charged with possession of a controlled substance, penalty group 2A, under 2 ounces. 
Local authorities arrested a Lubbock woman Tuesday, July 7th. She was charged with property theft between $750 and $2,500. For our final story today, we'll head to Meridian, just off of State Highway 144 in town. Megan Giesecke has been renovating a house that has stood there since 1905. She recently rented a tractor and tended to some dirt work herself in the yard. The exterior and interior of the property are just about finished, but the finishing touches do remain. Three years ago, I was approached by the family that owned this house, and I think they owned it for like maybe 40-something years. I'm not real sure, but it was the Remingtons. I was approached by their daughter. That's Gisaki there. She and her brother, who drove up from Houston to help, worked last week on the house. The project went on longer than she anticipated, but she said that she loves the process of restoring a piece of history. Growing up, my grandparents built their house. You know, we would go down and we would help them work on it and stuff. And so, I mean, I've always, and I've always liked being outside. I've always liked, you know, working with that kind of stuff. Check back at bosquecountyblast.com for updates on this house and several others around town that are currently being worked on. And you can say, okay, this is the original house, you know, this is the oldest wood, and then you can see where some newer wood was added and where things were expanded, and, mm -hmm. you know, so old houses have an interesting story. Once this one is complete, she'll hold a community open house for those that are interested in stopping in. We'll end with a note from our news desk and give a little shout out to the Bosque County Office of Emergency Management. The organization is run mostly on volunteers and a bare-bones staff. Remember to be kind online and in person. If you can spare the time, volunteer. At the end of the day, we're all in this together. Listen in on Wednesday for a special episode as we discuss Bosque County business. We'll talk about ways and interview some locals on how to increase online revenue. We'll also go over some unique things to do to stay in touch or host events while also maintaining a safe distance. And that's it for the Bosque County Blast. Tune in Thursday for our next episode. Follow us during the week at bosquecountyblast.com and social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm Art Devitalis. And I'm Cynthia Davis. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and Android. Thank you for listening. <laughs>